What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show approved for robot consumption. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Phillips, alongside, you want to go to war, Balaki? Blake Walker. <laughs> no, dude, I can't escape it. <laughs> I can't escape it. Everybody that knows me calls me Balaki. Oh, What's up, Balaki? I thought I was being clever. <laughs> no, sorry, my friend. But I will, I will accept it. It's a good one. It's a classic right. at this point, so... Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to our uh, part two of our coverage of 2017 E3. This will be our PlayStation Sony conference coverage. Uh, so once again, let's jump right into it. So, uh, conference started off was kind of interesting, um, to, to say the least. Like, I'm, I'm sure there was no idea. <laughs> There's gotta be some like symbolism behind what happened. Like some, right out the gate, right? Some, some symbology. S- some symbology. Symbolism. <laughs> but it starts off and it opens up with this weird, like, uh, Hindi, music that's yeah that's exactly um, what it was but there was like a it was like a kind of an eclectic mix of instruments like there was a violin but yeah, they were playing they a sitar it like, and yeah 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 i don't know it was uh strange <laughs> from a production standpoint well i'm i'm probably going to comment on this throughout the episode but from a production standpoint in my opinion the show was a mess <laughs> like, yeah yeah it it was kind of fraught with the technical issues that even someone like me that's you know not super <laughs> familiar with that stuff even recognized as like no oh. um the, the glaring most glaring issue was the fact that there was no audio for the stream for the first two trailers that was um, that was unfortunate um yeah. i i think it was i'm sure that live um, people experienced it and thought that it was awesome. We had to, I had to dig around and find a stream because the one that was on E3's website just didn't have any audio as soon mm-hmm. as the conference started. I don't know. Like we, we started with the Hindi music and then it's like the lights come up and they kind of show off the stage and then this waterfall comes down. If it, yeah. I mean, it was, I'm sure it was probably like a holographic, you know, projection, projection or something yeah. that just appeared to be water. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it could have been it could have been water. They probably had like some something up top, and then the drain on the bottom, and then it it looked like to me like they were kind of projecting, maybe projecting things on it, or it was, um, I think it's outside the the Bellagio in Vegas. They do a water show where they do all these crazy like fountain shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they started making um, designs and symbols. It it looked cool, and you know, from a production standpoint, and it made me go, "Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome." But yeah, what uh, what is the purpose? What's what's going on here, guys? What's yeah. up? Yeah, and uh, so right off the break, right off the break, 
<clears throat> making kind of a, a strange impression on me. Um, now, I, I want to preface everything I'm going to say about this conference um, by saying I am a Sony gamer. I have a PS4. I was kind of excited to see you know, the keynote this year. I am a diehard Xbox gamer, have been for 14 years, you know, mm-hmm. like, but there is no bias here. Like, gaming is gaming is gaming. Like, I'm happy with the offerings of both. Um, and there is no denying that Sony has blown Microsoft out of the water the last, like, two years. You know, mm-hmm. nobody can deny that. This year is different. And I'm going to say quite a few negative things about this conference. I think that, uh, I think that we both probably will have our fair share of uh, issues with the things that were announced or whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, we're going to give it a fair trial, though. We're going to give it a fair trial. <laughs> so the first game that we came across was Uncharted Lost Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks good. I mean, it's it an Uncharted really game. Good. I feel like the Uncharted games just always look just amazing. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. It was definitely like on par with Uncharted 4, mm-hmm. at least. Did you catch the lead character's name? I didn't, and I hate that I I don't remember because she's in two of the other games. Is she? Yeah, she's uh, uh, is that kind of like your sidekick. No, Elena is the blonde uh, reporter chick from the first one and the fourth That's one, I guess. the only one that Nate, I remember. Nate marries her, I think. Uh, Chloe, I think. And Chloe, yeah, Chloe I think it is and Chloe. Nadine Ross. Nice, 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 nice. Cool. And she's gotten cool. some uh, graphical upgrades. You can still tell it's her, but uh, mm-hmm. she definitely looks a lot better than she has mm-hmm. in the past games. So, so you you play main character Chloe uh, and her partner Nadine Ross. Uh, you're looking for this tusk. It's almost has this. Uh, Tomb Raider feel to it to me. Um, and, bit. I, and I say that uh, mainly blatantly because of the the lead female character. Um, I think that there's kind of been a comparison of the two in the background for years. And they've. Yeah, I'd say people so. they're pretty much the same game. Yeah. Like, the mechanics are almost the same. So I think at this point, it's almost. All right, we have we have all the benefits of Uncharted here, and we're kind of reaching over, taking that female lead that, you know, Tomb Raider has, and going like, well, mm-hmm. you know, now you can just get everything from us. You don't need to worry about Tomb Raider. You know, you can right. just hang out with Uncharted. Forget about it. Forget about Forget it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Characters over here. Hey, Dude, Laura, ain't nobody tougher than Lara Croft. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to say. I'm throwing it out there. That's a bad <laughs> man. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on with Uncharted? Uh, I'm interested to see if it's going to be like co-op, if they're pushing co-op for it. It really seems like they're going to stick together throughout the entire game. Cool. Um, yeah. Every every scene that I saw, they were together. Um, so that's why I'm kind of... I mean, Maybe they've even talked about it. I haven't done my, my research there, but... Um, it, it was just, it was uncharted, you know, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing crazy. It was pretty much exactly what I expected from, from their trailer. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it looks good. Probably end up playing it once I get around to beating four <laughs> mm. eventually. But man, I know I talked about this a while back. 
Um, my favorite game right now that has mm-hmm. like taken the lead for my favorite game is Horizon Zero Dawn, and that game. Oh yeah. Of course, it came out, you know, swinging as well. Uh, first thing at the Sony conference, and they announced the new expansion DLC yes. for it. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's called the Frozen Wilds, and uh, it, it looked like we're going to see a lot of the things we've already seen. Um, probably just a new, new environment, or maybe just fleshing out parts of the map that are already in existence. Um, Maybe one main bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I don't want to go too far into my speculation about this because I feel like it's going to tie directly into the end game um, okay. and kind okay. of the final boss of that game. So I'm going to kind of avoid that for now. But if it is tying into the final boss, uh, I think it's going to be very interesting uh, indeed. So looking forward to it. All right. So so help me out here. Um, yeah. And I feel like this is non-spoilery because if you you watched the trailer, you would know the answer to these questions. If you you know had played the first had played Horizon Zero Dawn, um, yeah. is that the same main character from the first one? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it is a continuation of that story. Yeah, that it's her, straight her up story. DLC. Yeah, it's it's straight up DLC for the the first one. So one thing that I really loved about Horizon um, was the end. Like it has an amazing end for an open world game that gives you a good enough like conclusion to the actual story and then still gives you a good reason to go back out into that world Mm -hmm. um so i think uh, it only makes sense you know it was such a huge success for them that that doesn't make any sense not to continue um, building on and building up that universe that they're creating there um i would say give it two years and we'll be seeing horizon zero dawn two coming out because mm, mm. that's going to be a big one for him. Yeah. I got to say, I haven't heard a single bad thing about horizon zero dawn. Uh, it's one of those games where uh, for me, when, when PlayStation three was a big deal, um, there were, there were just rockstar black blockbuster hits like first uncharted. Yeah. Um, and a few others that were like, man, that's, that's definitely a reason that I would get into that console world mm-hmm. there. Horizon Zero Dawn is like right there for me. Like I would that that's right there to get me involved into the PlayStation universe for this generation. Absolutely. It's a it's a good reason. Um, just one more thing about it before we before we got to move on here. It's one of those games where I was constantly amazed by it to the point Mm -hmm. where I started to get cynical. Like there's got to be something wrong with it. And you start to like try and find things that are wrong. Yeah. But the thing is, the harder you look at all those details, the more you realize how incredibly well-crafted it is and that there is nothing wrong with it. Like, Oh man. um, I don't know if you saw the picture, but like if you're playing on like, actually I, I saw this in my game, so I know you can see it on a regular like 1080p version of the game mm-hmm. you look really closely at the trees at uh not all of them some of them there'll be like little ants marching in a row like carrying awesome. like leaves and stuff like up the tree like actual size you know but oh, man. you can't see it until you like position the camera perfectly you know behind her to see the tree up close or whatever i, I don't know it's it's like it blows my mind it blows my mind the details in that game. Oh man! Even just to know that that stuff is actively going in the background again just blows my mind. 
I don't know, man. It's it's just nuts. But we we got to keep going. Like, there's so much to talk about. But I'll just keep <laughs> talking about Horizon like all night. <laughs> Next game was Days Gone. Uh, that's yeah. been talked about for a while. A while, and I think it's I still think. 2018. Like, I, it's not. It's still not close to a release date. This yeah. is the second year <laughs> we've seen it at E3. Um, looks like a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, there was some awesome gameplay. There really was. Like you, you had some good comments on it. Like what? Uh, what did you? What was your impression? So uh, you know, you're this this uh, biker that's going out trying to find uh, this other guy who's a part of your community. I'm not sure if he's your brother or something like that, but. Uh, as you're riding out, there's these zombie wolves, I think, that are tearing into this other guy, and um, your your motorcycle is responding to the road as you're driving, and that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. So you kind of like skidded around a corner at one point. I thought it was interesting how, I, I mean, this was a vertical slice, obviously. Like they took a chunk of the game and showed, tried to show you as much as they possibly could from the bit of the game that was finished in there. Right, right. So uh, there were a lot of, like, communities that were close to each other, like small groups of people. So mm-hmm. you go around one corner, and there's uh, this group of raiders almost who were hanging out and yelling at each other. And then around this other corner, there are these, like, people camping, trying to stay alive and... Uh, but in between them, there was this like horde of, of zombies and just the thought that like, there's stuff everywhere. Um, around every corner, there's a different like situation presenting itself almost. The thing that I liked was they used stealth really well. So you would crawl behind a, a tent and throw a rock and. Um, a guy, the guy heard it. And so he walked over and then he got caught in a bear trap and he starts screaming. So everybody goes over and is like, Oh, are you okay? So then you can able to just sneak past them without getting caught up in that situation. So you can Mm -hmm. use your surroundings to be able to, uh, bypass situations that are too, too big for you to handle for you to just attack head on, which is always great. That's always like my style of play anyway, you know, is like try and outsmart the situation, not necessarily just brute force your way (laughs) through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, this is going to give you a lot of opportunity to do that. I really like that, that it's not just straight up weapon like focused, Mm -hmm. um, because that's really what we've seen of the game so far up until this point Mm -hmm. um, is just him running around fighting zombies with various weapons and uh, gear. So. This was nice to see, the versatility of the game itself. And then there was the bit at the very end that we both made comment of. (laughs) The giant zombie bear. The zombie bear. (laughs) Dude, the zombie animal-like concept is kind of cool. That's going to broaden, you know, the possibilities of gameplay pretty significantly. Like, do you think that would make typical, like, animals that are typically docile, like, aggressive, like, deer and stuff? Like, yeah. Could but anything I think, attack you? I think they would still travel, like, in a pack, yeah. you know, like, in a herd. 
So you have this like, like this just herd of deer, zombie deer, just rabid flying over the side of a hill. (laughs) Oh, God, man, it sounds terrifying. Like, I hate that. (laughs) And then there are people trying to kill you. So there's that, too. Yep. So uh, the only only complaint I had with this was uh, for a game that looks as good as it does, it had some pretty poor like facial syncing um, with the like speech. Sure. It seemed like that was like severely outdated compared to everything else in the trailer. But mm-hmm. then again, it's not a finished game, you know, and it's still yeah. pretty like a year away from release, probably. Um, so so nothing huge there. <laughs> it, it looks good. It looks good. I do want to mention when what's his name? What's that guy's name? The Sean Sean Layden. Sean Layden. What uh, is he like the head of PlayStation or what is his position? He's the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. He's the president and CEO. So he they didn't really mention like again in years past they've had like a pretty outright rivalry with Xbox and they've both made some like pretty passive aggressive like comments on stage during their conference directly aimed (laughs) at the other you know um this year wasn't as bad i think sony sony knew like they just needed to keep their head down do their own thing Uh and just kind of avoid the scorpio altogether but but one like or i guess i guess we should call it what it is now the the xbox one x Um, uh i think i think you mean the the ox ox. the ox (laughs) the ox i'm sorry we, we got to keep this thing rolling or it's never going to catch up. <laughs> it's never going to catch up. <laughs> um, he uh, he really only had one subtle dig. He said, with the exclusives, you want to play. He put like mm-hmm. this like weird inflection on want, you know, like. Yeah. Like all the exclusives, the 22 exclusives that Xbox announced yesterday. You know, nobody wanted to play, which they may not be too far off. Like, well, I'm sure there were a few that were just kind of fillers, you know. Because then you can say we have 22 exclusives. It's all about the, yeah, the total number, not the quality of the content involved. But, but anyway, but anyway, uh, I do want to give Sony props on their stage setup. It was pretty awesome. Um, Yeah, that was cool. How they had the video. Well, I think the one that caught my attention was right before um, the trailer for Monster Hunter, which is the next thing Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about, is they kind of projected the trailer and it was like a forest and then they brought the lights out and projected like the image of a forest on the rest of the stage around the screen. Yeah. So it yeah, was that like, was cool. It was like immersion factor. Um, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought that was that was pretty cool. They did that a couple times. They had zombies hanging from the rafters during the Days Gone. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Uh, that's definitely something that you would have experienced a lot deeper. I mean, obviously, if you were there. But I think right. that was a good way for them to up the production a bit to have that live in in room uh, atmospheric zombie, you know, thrash at the same time that it happened in the video for Days Gone. It's that I don't know. Really cool. Really cool. They did it a couple times. They projected like um, water, like a mm-hmm. water or like uh, what do they call that? Hang on. I've, I've got it. Caustics. It's called Caustics. Ooh. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's called <laughs> caustic. So they projected these this like water, um, like caustic effect across the entire audience, um, right? And they started playing the water sound effect louder and louder as uh, mm-hmm. Kratos paddled up in his boat. But we'll talk about that. 
uh, here in a little bit. Uh, that was later in the show. So, yeah, the the Monster Hunter trailer. I, I've i got a little bit of beef with this trailer, um, but I want to know what you think before I kind of tear in here. So, as soon as the, the lights went down and they had the the shot of the screen and we saw the sword on his back, I was like, all right, Monster Hunter. This is obviously Monster Hunter. Um, it had this Torok feel to it a little bit. Oh, man, I can't believe you <laughs> thought that as well. You know what? I honestly thought that if I said that, you would have no idea what I was talking about. I don't know why. That's funny. I just That's feel funny. like Torok is obscure. It, yeah, it is because it, it is a little bit. Yeah. But it, it again, uh, it seemed to be a theme for the games uh, that it really encouraged stealth uh, gameplay, maybe that was a design choice for again for these vertical slices. But um, I think it was cool that you can. I think he had a, a ghillie suit at one point, and yeah, he's he did. fighting this weird winged T Rex thing, and uh, <laughs> he he stopped moving, and it started sniffing around for him, even though he was kind of in his line of sight. Um, so that was cool. It, it was it was all right. I. I did not know. I'm not familiar with Monster Hunter. Like, mm-hmm. I did not immediately recognize. So I have down here showing off what looks like a new game cross between Fable, Dark Souls, Ark Survival Evolved, and Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is too far off. And yeah, close uh, enough. I said it looks interesting but brutally unpolished. I'm reading my own <laughs> notes here. It had really jittery animations. I said it looks more and more lame as we go. <laughs> and then I finished it off by, oh, it's Capcom. That explains it. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own show notes right now. Oh, it's terrible. man. I'm hilarious. I'm so funny. But, uh, dude, I just, I don't know. There's just something about Capcom. I don't like anything that they make. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Now, it just has like a stigma now because I've never liked anything in the past that they've made, mm. you know, where automatically I'm like, like Capcom, whatever. I <laughs> don't on, even guys. take them seriously. Uh, but it, it looks like uh, gameplay. There might be a couple couple new cool things. Uh, you're maybe trying. We're trying to lure this uh, T-Rex into a trap down the ra- down the way. Maybe he had to chase you all the way through to this open area where you had this pterodactyl that kind of attacked it and then you shot this flare up into the sky and so then like four more people flew in on pterodactyls Mm. so i'm assuming that's a thing that you can do you can grab onto those and go around the world but that also makes me think that it's probably multiplayer as well which is pretty standard for um is the thing is the thing for for monster hunter uh it was called monster hunter world by the way i don't think that we had mentioned that um Oh, yeah. So that's important. You know, con- continuing on that that tradition of being able to have you and your friends uh, connect and go after that big that big monster that you really want to. Oh, you need that that crucial bone piece to be able to have a stronger sword <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that's what it always is. Ah. Uh, something that I kind of I kind of thought with this is uh, are they trying to attract the Breath of the Wild crowd? Are they trying so, to draw them in to the Sony side? <laughs> like especially with like the cooking thing at the very end. Yeah, him, you know? him spinning it on the, the spit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's possible. I think that's definitely uh, a response because of the way that the character in the animation kind of I it was it didn't seem as, you know, serious of a moment. And he sat down and just kind of relaxed and s- put the thing on there, the spit, and he s- spun it around. Uh, I definitely think that was kind of a stylistic poke at at Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. At the very least, I think that's probably probably what it was. Mm-hmm. I think there there. I think the the big thing underlying is like this game is very similar. And uh, yeah, it's on. It's on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Play it now that you're done with Breath of the Wild. Go play <laughs> another one. All right, we got to move on. We got to keep going. Next, There's a lot to cover here. Next one kind of ticked me off. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that it might because I don't have any attachment to this. I've just seen it played, so so I I knew this would cause a little bit of backlash. Shadow of the Colossus. I loved it. It was. I, I remember being, uh, man, I don't remember how old I was. I was probably in, uh, probably in early high school at the time. Junior high, yeah, J maybe. High. And um, I mean, it was PS two. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, my brother in law said, "Hey, you should try this game out." And I was like, ah, "I don't know." He's like, "It's it's basically <laughs> like, think of it like a PlayStation Zelda." I was like. All right. Oh, I'm listening. It's sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was it was awesome because of how simple it was, like as far as it didn't have any there really wasn't any HUD. Um yeah. there was no there were no dialogue boxes. You just mm-hmm. had to go out and figure it out. Um yep. I mean, I think there, I mean, there were dialogue boxes when characters, when a character would talk in the, the for narration, but yeah, yeah. your main character didn't really talk at all. Um, and you just kind of, it wasn't had during to, gameplay, right? Yeah. It was just yeah, like yeah. cutscene thing kind of, and it was just this awesome game. Yeah. But I got really frustrated when they showed, uh, a high res version of it for the current generation because as soon as I saw that, that the graphics and as soon as I saw a hint that it was shadow of the Colossus, I immediately mm. went sequel. Yes. Finally sequel. Finally sequel. Would you have bought a PS4 oh, man. for it? Do you think that that would have tipped the scales even more there? there so there's yeah. Um, Horizon zero dawn. Yeah. If this had been a sequel and if, Kingdom Hearts 3 is actually a thing. I <laughs> I would consider jumping right into PlayStation. But nice. okay. It just it frustrated me because I was like you guys you guys are are pitching this as just an HD version of this older IP. Like come on guys. Like how many times can we do this? Yeah, with, we are with how many all years? of our RP, all of it. Like, yeah. I'm getting tired of all of it. <laughs> I know, dude. So it's like we're we're so far into this generation that we're releasing consoles to keep up with the specifications of the market mm-hmm. today, and we're still making remakes yes. of games from ten years ago. Where are the new IPs? Why is no one investing in new IPs right now? I know it's ridiculous. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
That's my <laughs> that was my rant. That was my Shadow of the Colossus rant. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we've got another one coming right up next year that I've got I've got some more issues. <laughs> yeah, I want with. I wanted to hear your your thoughts on this next one. They so they uh, came up and announced Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Infinite. Obviously yes. tying into the Infinity timeline. Yeah. Um of the MCU. It's not connected, but you know, same basis for the story apparently. Mm-hmm. Um they have like Thanos, the most one of the most powerful beings in the universe locked in a like an energy shield. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right. Um <laughs> I'm going to read my notes again Please because do. I I took them in the moment. Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. This looks so fucking lame. <laughs> I am a Marvel fanboy too. Like I love Marvel so much. Like this this game looks embarrassingly bad when you compare it to like Injustice. Mm-hmm. Like Injustice has like that realistic art style. It's dark. It's gritty. It's gritty, like a good yeah. like beat 'em up like fighting game. What is this game? Is it <laughs> is it gonna be a fighting game like classic Marvel versus Capcom? Because they gave like almost no hints of what the game's actually gonna be like. Mm-hmm. It was just like a really awkward like cinematic trailer cut together explaining the storyline and then and then the capcom side comes into it and all of a sudden <laughs> mega man and dante are standing next to captain america and iron man and uh and rocket raccoon freaking dante throws his double pistols to rocket raccoon to right use which at one point oh man rocket did not look good no, 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 no. He didn't. And I don't think he looks... Um, or no, that's not my complaint. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the Telltale series, the new Guardians of the Galaxy game. Gotcha. They did a good job with like the, the visual, but his voice is like, not very good. Sure. Uh, you can't beat Bradley Cooper's Rocket, though. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. I don't know. So, sorry. Okay, I ranted. Um, <laughs> now, maybe you have some positivity to bring to the situation. I don't know. Um, I mean, it... it looked okay it made me think of in if if it's going to be that that battle storyline uh or the earth if it's going to be that battle gameplay it made me think of in super smash brothers i think it was i think it was brawl where they they first did it but they had a story mode where they they tried to i don't know just kind of in a silly, goofy way, explain why all these characters were together and were fighting each other. And uh, you had you had to start off and these these two characters were fighting in one place. And then um, a spaceship came in uh, and took somebody. So you had to jump on Fox McCloud's spaceship. So now the th- three of you are chasing after whoever. So I don't know <laughs> if that's what they're going for. If they saw if they went, hmm. That's a good idea. Let's just take that and make just a, a real story out of it. But yeah, let's, if that's let's the case narrative around our fighting game, if if they're it looked like they were really focusing on the narrative in this trailer. Yeah. But like, no, like you said, no explanation of gameplay. If it's going to no. be different from the first Marvel versus Capcom. I'm right. Yeah. Like I'm expecting a full side to side health bar. Yeah. Button mashing beat em up, you know, like that's that's what the game was. Right. Am I yeah. wrong? Like yeah, is that, yeah. that is what it is. Right. 
so I don't know. Like, it gave me a totally different impression. Like, I, at no point during that trailer could I see it cutting to gameplay at all. Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, boom, and then you're just like jarringly in this side-by-side, -side, you know, like, beat-em-up match. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be better than that at this point. Like, what can they do, pretty much? I feel like the gameplay at that point would just take away from the story. So, like, the story's become the main thing to me. Yeah. So it's it's like uh, when you <laughs> have you seen those those puzzle games that are like I think they're mobile a lot of times, but sometimes they have cinematic scenes and then you have to go back to like popping these bubbles or whatever. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah, you nailed it, man. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, but they have a story demo available now, so maybe we can check that out yeah maybe we can check that out i i don't know i'll has a reason to turn my playstation on yeah <laughs> but to uh, be fair i haven't turned my xbox on in like a month so <laughs> well yeah we've been busy Not hating. <laughs> we've been busy playing player unknowns battlegrounds player unknowns battlegrounds until <laughs> <laughs> it comes out on xbox and yes. then you'll never hear from me again uh next game next game call of duty world war Two. Yeah, we got to see uh, some gameplay, mm -hmm. finally. Some real, real in-it gameplay, obviously staged uh, gameplay. I think it, it's really, really cool. It looks good. It looks um, a lot like Battlefield 1. They even, I mean, the first moment that that clicked was when I saw a dude bayonet charge another guy, mm -hmm. stab him to death. Like, uh, I don't know, that, that's going to be unavoidable. Because of how close you know, the timelines are, the timeline, how similar yeah. they're, and how similar like the the conflicts were, um, but they really have been talking this up. Like we went back to the drawing board. Our tech is better, you know. Like our our styles better. It looks like Call of Duty. Like it doesn't look. It it didn't like grab me and say, "Wow, this is different." It was like, yeah. Oh, it's it's just Call of Duty. Like it well, always that, has been. Oh, man. Like we we, we talked in an episode before about um, how cool it is now that we have these these advancements in technology that you know they can go back and tell those stories even better. True. But yeah, it, it, there's no it does, Like it'll be better, but it does just kind of look like old Call of Duty. <laughs> like the graphics are yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, the graphics are better for sure. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I I could be like. It was, it was a lot of quick cuts, you know, mm -hmm. but from what I saw, it's not any different than any Call of Duty game I've ever played. Mm -hmm. it, it it just it has the same, like, flow, the same, like, quickness, and at the very, very end, the last cut of the trailer was a dude going akimbo with 1911s, and I'm like, there's Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> there they are, bringing this totally unrealistic thing into into the game. Nobody in their right mind would ever dual wield forty five pistols. <laughs> Pist I just said pistols. Forty five caliber handguns. They're insane. You'd never hit anything. It'd be so counterintuitive. Oh, you're just a distraction. That's all. You're a loud noise. Yeah, just wildly trying to control <laughs> these two. Like <laughs> never. You look like a wacky wailing inflatable flailing arm tube man. Just <laughs> wacky wailing inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky wailing arm flailing tube man. Come on down to the Wacky Wavel Inflatable Filling Tube Emporium. <laughs> For all your Wacky Wailing Inflatable Filling Tube Man needs. Yes. I love it. 
Oh, that's like my, that's like the only Family Guy skit that I like. They, like. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's my yep. favorite one. Same here. <laughs> Next up, Skyrim VR. <laughs> uh, so yes, is like there was a whole PSVR segment, and they outlined a bunch of games. Yeah, of course they kicked it off with a game we've been playing for way too long. It's like we have had Skyrim for six years. We've had it re-released for the third time now mm-hmm. in a different format. But but this time last year they were talking about special edition. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. With the updates and the mods, and then this year, oh, buy it again to play it. I don't know if you have to buy it again. I just am oh, assuming sure. that yeah. you have to buy it again to play it in VR. Um, I would hope not. That would be really really shitty. <laughs> to me, I reacted the same as when Minecraft came up on stage for the Xbox conference. I was like, cool. cool. But <laughs> it's this old IP that you're still, you know, limping along. It's not even like Mario, at least, is they, they come out with a new game. Like, no, this is the same game. And you're this is the exact same game. <laughs> you can do nothing else than what you've been doing for the last six years. Like, there's not even like new DLC. Like, <laughs> no, no. No, well, oh, but we have the. Oh, okay. I'm not. No, I'm, we got to save that. We, we, we got to save, save that for the it. next episode. We got to save it. Yep, that's a tease. I know exactly what you're going to say because I got words about yep. that too. <laughs> oh, we got words. Third party is really going to get it this year. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no mercy. Um, I'm starting to get all worked up here. But the, the I mean, the Let's, difference between the Skyrim reveal and the Minecraft reveal was. Minecraft at least had that cross-platform thing that I went, all right, that's cool. Like, that's, that's something yeah, new. But That's something new, yeah. The, the Skyrim I mean, VR, I, I guess, eh, I don't know. It's cool, but how's it going to work? Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to use the joysticks, you think, on the move controllers to move and look? Because when, I, when I've heard about Fallout VR in the past, you teleported. There was no walking. You pointed to where you wanted to go and click, uh, and you would instantly move there, which sucks. That I don't like sucks that. So yeah. bad. I hate it. I hate it. Um, I think that's really the only way, and I feel like that would kind of be hard to get used to, but mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. While you're also trying to move them around. And yeah. <laughs> use, use them <laughs> as, as your spells or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Smack your little know. sister in the face as she's walking through the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's three in what the morning go to bed <laughs> next uh, game there was there was a lot of vr games man and this next one was very similar had a similar reveal to that that game at xbox yesterday with the guitar yeah where it was yeah, just like, like what, what? <laughs> so it, it starts out and it looks like no man's sky and you're like it's a vr game and you're like oh okay like, maybe it'll be like a planet exploration game, something cool like that. Mm-hmm. And the shuttle docks on the planet, and it goes underground. And then a little person hops out, and it becomes a side-scroller platforming game for a second. What? <laughs> and I'm going, why is this a VR game? Yeah. And then they <laughs> they keep going, and now there's giant robots, and one's evil, and then one saves you, and it's good. And it, there's no explanation for anything that's happening. That's it. And, and then, that's it. Fade to black. Star child. Star child. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, the what? the music. The that was the only good thing that I had about it. The only thing that I was like, oh, <laughs> the it's music cool. Was good. The music sounded kind of like the Stranger Things. But uh, it's kind of sounded like the Stranger Things theme. So yeah. it had that going for it. <laughs> so moving on, moving on. 
Um, the next one looks kind of creepy. Oh, man. Almost had like a Resident Evil kind of vibe to it for a yeah. minute um, when it kind of introed. Um, it's called The Inpatient. Mm-hmm. Looks like some kind of psychiatric uh, hospital, something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe trapped inside or maybe you're trapped in your own mind. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I feel like it's got a, it's, it has to drive home that feeling of that psychosis that, you know, you're in a mental hospital even more because it's in VR. So I think that one could work out well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has a lot of potential to really mess with you. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of looked like if you were playing through the movie Shutter Island, but yes. but if Shutter Island was eventually going to turn into the game Outlast. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. Great, yeah, great analysis <laughs> yet again. That's that's exactly the vibe I got because at some point it cuts to like that green like camera screen. Yeah, that, that and I'm uh, like, filter, yeah. Yeah, with like the little subtle lines going across. Mm-hmm. Like, like, hmm, look at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kept waiting for something, something big to... Something big and gnarly to come out and grab you. Yep. So. Um, oh, oh, here we go. Oh, Are you ready man. for the next one? The biggest game of the friggin' show. Of the friggin' show at E3. Final Fantasy friggin' Monsters of the Deep. Monsters <laughs> of the Deep. Okay, so let me let me just say <laughs> what I was thinking while this was happening, okay? So I already knew fishing was a thing in the game because my brother-in-law Keegan has like gotten this this trophy where you have to spend like a hundred hours fishing oh in gosh. Final Fantasy 15. He got like all the trophies, so he had to do it. So he's told me about it. So I see this and I'm like, okay, so it's gonna be Final Fantasy. They start out and they're like <clears throat> fishing rod. I'm like, yep. sweet. Okay, so they're bringing the fishing into it. That's cool. You know, all right, let's get to the sword fighting. Next yep. scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, cast it out again. And then uh quick cut, quick cut to a as he's reeling it back in, you know. Extreme. And then Extreme And he's like pulling back, you know, there's a lot of tension on the rod. Quick cut. And then he's out walking in the field with a walkie-talkie, and you're like, okay, okay, something's gonna happen now. Like we're getting to some more gameplay. Cut back. <laughs> and you're <laughs> like you're like Oh no! Like this is <laughs> oh, this is this the game. is taking a turn. <laughs> this is taking a horrible turn that I never could have anticipated. <sighs> this is the game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, flash title screen, Final Fantasy Monsters of the Deep, and it's like really <laughs> is this the best we could do with this technology? This is a Final Fantasy canon game now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're right, it is, it's in the canon. And just, then they spent, <laughs> they spent years fishing. Years fishing. For the monsters of the deep. I tell you what though, the they, I think they knew the, the, what they were showing us. So, <laughs> so, so they just totally committed with the extreme guitar riffs throughout the entire thing. <laughs> The extreme guitar riff. It was, man. There'd be like this metal riff. And then... <laughs> and it's like... Uh, <laughs> cast it out. Oh, um, so, oh my gosh. I, I just had something. So I'm picturing like the marketing meeting. <laughs> like they're sitting there. Okay, here, here's the trailer for E3. And they're like, 
Yep. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It needs to be more badass. It's got to be way more badass than this. You know we're making a game about fishing in virtual reality. Yeah, but it's Final Fantasy. We get, it's got to be badass. All right, just, 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 just soup it up. Do something. Do something. All right, all right, all right, all right. Why don't we let's do some quick cuts? Quick cuts. Quick, I mean, cuts. quick cuts are always good, right? But we, we don't. Do we don't want then, them to forget that it's a fishing game. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, they cannot forget that it's a fishing game. So. We, we, we've got to go heavy on the fishing, but maybe we should break it up with them like walking around trying to find fishing spots, you know, with like a rocky talkie and they're kind of like talking to each other and trying to find a good spot. Like that would, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not even quick cuts. We got to cut quick. Can we get some like, can we get some like metal? Can we like license some like heavy metal guitar riffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we can do that. <laughs> man, this is really coming together. This oh, is going to be like the most idea. badass trailer. Game of the you know year. <laughs> so I know I've been going on about this way too long, but I just want to finish <laughs> off by saying, this Final Fantasy trailer was still better than the one they showed for Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> at the Xbox conference last year. Worst showing of a trailer oh, in, in history where they fought one boss with one move for 10 minutes ten on minutes. stage. Uncut. Worst ever. Oh, um, man. Okay, so now that I need to, like, take a few breaths here. You need uh, to you need to zzz, reel it back in. <laughs> oh, it's a big one. Oh. It's a big one. It's... <laughs> It's, it's a the monster. monster of the oh, deep. God, it's deep. It's, it's deep. deep. <laughs> We're just going to use up the rest of the line. show talking about this game. Talking about Final Fantasy. Monsters of the Deep. Oh, Did you bring man. the 15,000 pound line? <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to catch this motherfucker. <laughs> Should have brought up. We need a bigger boat. Who approved this idea? <laughs> Yeah, who was the guy that greenlit this thing? Oh, oh my gosh. Let's keep going here. So I don't know why they didn't just end the conference there, because nothing is going to be able to top. Nothing was going to top Final Fantasy. Monster of, Monster the, Monster Deep. of the Deep. Uh, but, they, but they did. They wanted more, as the Xbox team would say. Uh, <laughs> but we wanted more. <laughs> that, that also, that, that was the thing that just... Got me. I don't know. Freaking buzzwords, man. Yeah. Buzzwords. Next game was Bravo Team. You know, if you, if you were to think of a, a military shooter game in VR, that would, this seems like the game that it would be that you would come up with. Yeah, it seems like they're really going hard on, like, um, the fact that it's cover-based and, mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's limited movement. It's more about, like, from, from what I could see in just from this trailer, it seems to be more about like tactical movement within a small area against yeah. another team, and there's not as much auto aim because you're using you know virtual reality. Um, I don't know. Interesting. We'll see how it goes, but it just it looked pretty generic in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the thing. If I didn't write it down, I wouldn't have remembered it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. My my thoughts on what the gameplay is going to be. It reminds mm-hmm. me of um, those arcade shooters where like. You can you can have yeah. your guy duck out and then shoot and then come back and then as soon as you clear that section it advances you forward into the next area and so then you like can duck out and shoot. yeah 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 it's like uh, the Sega yeah like yes arcade that's what it was yeah shooter games and like Virtua Cop yes um, that was the exact <laughs> game that I was thinking of <laughs> yes Virtua Cop yeah we have that at the Tappers downtown here <laughs> it's free to play man it's awesome oh man. Yeah, all the games are. It's That's awesome. nice. Like, That's nice. It's great. It's great. I've been like time piloting my ass off. I, I I have every spot on the leaderboard in uh, time pilot right now. Just just saying. Just saying. 
But uh, I'm not trying to brag, but I'm pretty amazing. But I'm, I'm, but I'm the fracking keg, baby. <laughs> fracking like, keg. So, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Moss, because it was the last VR game. Yeah. And uh, didn't go the direction I thought it was going to go. Like, yeah. It starts out expecting? as like, this fantasy thing. and Well, it, it starts out, and there's like this book that opens, and like mm-hmm. this orb that's clearly like the person interacting with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of how the controls are in those VR games. And it's like, oh, so it's like almost like you're climbing inside a storybook, um, mm-hmm. like an old school like storybook. That's kind of cool. So it goes through, and I'm like, maybe it'll be like game like Mist or something, where like you interact with the environment and solve puzzles and stuff, which is which is what it is. But you get a little bit deeper into the trailer, and you realize, no, this game is about a mouse. Just this game is about a mouse with a sword. <laughs> but he's he's a mighty mouse. So he's a mighty mouse, and uh, you. Like, they, they made this point for the mouse to walk out to this ledge and look down at this water, this puddle, and you could see the reflection of your character in the water. And you look just like this uh, kind of, like, blue spirit, like, creature with this, like, strange mask-looking face. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost looks like you're some sort of, like, forest spirit or something. Mm-hmm. You're helping the little mouse along with his journey. So, uh, yeah, that that's really a lot of what I saw. It was, like... You solve puzzles, you clear obstacles, and then the mouse can progress on his story. So you're more of like a helping hand than actually mm. like playing the game itself. Um, interesting take, different take on the VR genre. Yeah. People try to do new things, you know, figure out how we're going to make gaming work on this thing. Yeah, which is what you got to do. You got to you got to take risks. You got to go for that expanded storyline kind of thing where you you can't just stick to the normal ways that you would play a game on um, on console or PC. You know, they're in a right. completely different atmosphere with VR. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, having played uh, PSVR, I do think this game would be kind of cool. Like, I gave it, I gave it some crap because of like <laughs> the whole premise of it, yeah, being like the Mighty Mouse or whatever. But I don't know. I think it, it's got potential to be kind of a cool game. So I don't want to discredit it too much. So yeah. Audience did not react at all. Audience had no reaction to it. Like, hardly any of the VR stuff. Like, people, I don't think that a lot of people have it still. You know, it's an expensive, expensive roadblock for Sony. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, the PSVR cost almost as much as what? Like, the Scorpio or, gosh, the Ox. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just in of itself. So. So they did this this video transition thing. Uh, stylistically, I didn't get it until like the second time that they did it. Uh, <laughs> but they showed two consoles in VR. And they switched from the VR to the consoles. And like nobody reacted to it. They like seemed confused yeah. and clapped. But it took me until the next time to realize like, oh, that's their way of saying we're done with VR. We're games. coming out of VR. We're going yeah. into console, back, regular console back games. Console. Yeah, they like do the quick switch. I, I'm totally with you. It was totally lost on me until the second transition, and I'm like, oh, oh got okay. it. I, yeah. I got you. <laughs> They're doing a thing. Yeah, it just uh, didn't quite land. Somebody's, <laughs> whoever was video switching was, uh, or Colin, Colin Show was kind of struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intern. Intern. Dude called it sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they transition out of uh out of vr and this is when the caustics happened that i talked about earlier mm-hmm. and i keep 
keep saying that word because I like it and I can't believe I remembered it. Um, <laughs> and God of War. This was yes. the God of War reveal. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. I, I never played any of the original God of War games. Um, I'm not somebody that like goes real hard into a Greek mythology, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, beyond what's tied to like the Battlestar Galactica mythos. But once again, <laughs> story for another time. Uh, I, I really love Norse mythology. I've always really liked Norse mythology. For some reason, I've been like a drawn to it. I think it's yeah. kind of cool. Um, Thor and Odin and Balder and, you know, yes. Baldier. I don't know. <laughs> it's cool stuff. Um, so seeing Kratos being thrust into this new world of gods that are the Norse gods, I think is, is really going to be cool. I think they're going to do a lot of cool things with it. Um, biggest thing that I saw was the axe. The axe kind of act, <laughs> wow, the axe kind of acts like, uh, <laughs> Molnir does like yeah. when you throw yeah, it, yeah. it returns to him. You know, um, it's like really strong. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. it was interesting. I, I think that um, I mentioned earlier. <clears throat> I mentioned earlier we were talking about the response to Breath of the Wild with Monster Hunter. Yes, I feel like there's a current trend that I'm seeing where it takes uh, the characters from a storyline and says, let's let's throw them into the wild, quote unquote. You've got Link, uh, you know, thrown into this this open world wild area. You've got um, it also made me think of uh, Witcher three wild hunt. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Even like uh, what was that or Anthem? The new one from EA. Anthem. Yeah. Same deal. Uh, Horizon. Horizon. Same deal. Yeah. So you've got um, Kratos has this uh, new atmosphere that he's in. It's snow covered. And he's kind of got this uh, storyline where he's kind of a mentor to, to this kid that's with him. So it's. Yeah, it's his son. It is his son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So his son is half half God. He also has this massive beard now, so that's cool. Yeah, I, that's different. Um, he's kind of he's in the cold. He's in a cold place. Yeah. So he actually has a shirt on and has a beard. <laughs> uh, two new um, things. So it's this yeah, this is Iceland. He the he can throw the axe and it comes back to him. So that kind of takes the place of his chains scythe thing that he had before. Yeah, yeah, that he could pull back. I think uh, I also saw he has a shield. Um, there's like a wooden plank on his arm. On his and it arm. rotates out. That's and cool. Becomes a shield and then collapses back into itself, and it's just an arm guard. So that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I love sword and shield combat. So yeah, cool. yeah. So the trailer ends with uh, the two of them coming up to this island, and then you find out that the island is actually this humongous monster. It's called the World Serpent. The World Serpent, yes. It's a one of the largest creatures I've ever seen rendered on screen, I think. Yeah. Like because it doesn't transition. There's no cut, you mm-hmm. know, like it is that scale as it moves up and away from them. Yeah. Um that's pretty crazy. Like the fact that they can do that kind of stuff now. They've always been good at that in God of War. Like he's mm-hmm. fought some massive like gods before um in previous entries, but 
I don't know. And the fact that at the very end, it's like, it wants to help us. It's mm. like, huh, the world yeah. serpent wants to help you. That's like a theme that you should avoid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some Never symbolism in what it is. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. I don't know. Um, I'm sure I'll be picking it up uh, when it comes out. So, Just titled God of War. So yeah. it's interesting whenever franchises are able to do that, just go right back to the name of the first game and be like, this is going to be revolutionary to the point where you can just jump in here is my mentality on it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <clears throat> I'm wondering before we move on, last thought, I think that uh, at the end of God of War 3, I'm pretty sure Kratos kills himself as his final final act so that all of the Greek gods are dead. I believe he's already so. killed them all. So he that kills sounds, Zeus, I think. Yeah. And then he plunges his sword through his own heart, effectively ending the storyline for all time. So <laughs> I've um, killed myself. I'm wondering We're if done. It's over. Th- that's it. That's it. Um, maybe this is like a, I don't know, like, is there a reincarnation thing here? Is this like the Doom Marine who keeps getting brought back to handle the same situation? You know, Could uh, be. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. So. <laughs> anyway doom marine we opened hell again uh, man he's like god it's only been like 200 years Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> leave it <Next>. alone <laughs> hell has nothing to offer you humanity <laughs> but but science we need to but science yeah but science so, oh, next gosh. game i think we both had some pretty cool thoughts on um detroit become human yeah i have been i've been watching this one because this is the next one from Quantic Dream. Yes. Um, finished Heavy Rain. I'm getting ready to start Beyond Two Souls. And uh, hopefully we'll have that finished by the time Detroit comes out. Uh, so in keeping with those other games, uh, a decision-based game, QuickTime, this is an instance where the the game is built around uh, decisions in QuickTime to where it works, you know, it's not just something that's thrown in. It's, it's built around. Yeah. That whole concept. And you're right. Like it's very well thought out and like, it's not like easy. It's not like, Oh, press, press X now, press Y or triangle now. Press Mm -hmm. square. Mm -hmm. It's like hold square and triangle while moving your stick to the right. Now pull this trigger. Now press Mm -hmm. this bumper. Ooh, you did it successfully. But if you don't hit it, then that triggers a whole new story arc. You know, you failed that check. Yes, so, yes. That's the great thing about thing. it. There's actual consequence to your choices. There are no do-overs a lot of the time. Mm-hmm, unless mm-hmm. it's something where your character's going to, like, physically die. But even then, depending on, you know, what character you're playing, sometimes they stay dead. And yep. that affects the story, too. It's just a web, you know? It's a story web. And you could end up anywhere on this web. I got the worst possible ending in Heavy Rain, Did <laughs> just you? so you know. And I had I had no idea it was going to end up that way. Like, I just made the choices as I would have. I missed some really important quick time events, and I ended up getting the worst ending in the game. Oh, yeah. man. That's just, that's just how it goes. That's that's, yeah, that's goes. what's so great about it, you know? Like, I when I was a kid, I fully expected that to be the way that video games worked. Yeah. But, you know, you very quickly found out that, no, you know, there's a lot of processing and work that goes in to be able to make those expanded options available yeah. to you. 
For sure. Absolutely. But, and now that you mention it, like when I was a kid, I would read choose your own adventure books and be like, oh, I love those. Be this way. Oh, yeah. and, And now they are. I mean, that's Quantic Dreams games quite literally are choose your own adventure games. Oh, man. And uh, that, that's what I love about them. You know, that was some of my favorite storytelling as a kid, like being able to literally make that adventure your own, no mm-hmm. matter how many people have read that book, you know. And obviously you have the same as somebody, but but still, like there's so many possibilities. Um, and this is no different. It's just they keep changing the setting. And this by far is the coolest setting they've done, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has this like iRobot mixed with watchdogs and like this futuristic watchdogs kind of set up and it's almost like a it's almost like reverse matrix <laughs> where yeah, instead of the, yeah. the humans waking up out of it the robots the androids are waking up in the real world in the and, real world and and realizing what's going on around them and what they're being used for starting this um, revolution and yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty interesting because I I knew that was the concept already before I even saw this trailer. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the androids are people, they feel. Yeah. And they they have emotion and they are feeling rage and vengeance about what is happening happening to them and they are taking things into their own hands. Mm-hmm. Like that's really cool, you know. That that's actually the side of the story we need to be playing from, not yeah. the other side of yeah. the humanity, you know, that's misinterpreting the situation not understanding their perspective and i think it's going to be really really interesting uh to see what your choices really are in this game um beyond what they've already told us which is you can choose to be violent or you can choose to be a pacifist yeah which which is cool it looked like they took the decisions that you made earlier and kind of compounded those so that Later on in the story, you get to a point and you realize you've been a really violent character and mm-hmm. you come around the corner and you see these people lying dead in the street and the main guy whose name is Marcus, which again was kind of funny that it made me think of Watch Dogs. Um, yeah. he's, he's like, what happened here? And like they killed him. And it's like you got that moment of like they did this because of this is how you've you've acted this is how you've responded to things so right that so you have a gun in your hand now yeah and it's, so. it's pointed at their head do you pull that trigger you know knowing what you've done to get to this point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it, it's there's so much depth to it you know that as the further you go in the game the more and more you realize what you should and shouldn't have done yes and which, yes you know how you could have done it differently um, but even still, if you were to go back and do it differently, that could open a whole new chain of possibilities. I, yeah, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Totally different place. You know, like there's no way of knowing, which is the magic of these Quantic Dream games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Very, very cool. Uh, last thing I wanted to throw in a little note I made at the very end, you get a close up of the protagonist. Um, you are the leader of the cyborg uh, revolution here. And he has uh, two different color eyes. He has a blue eye. And a green I noticed eye. that. Yeah. Um, which kind of reinforces that, uh, you know, he's made of parts. Mm-hmm. He is he is a synthetic being, you know, assembled out of out of parts. So maybe he had his eye damaged or whatever, and he threw a different one in. It's a different color, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that was very intentional of them to show, you know, he's not human. There's something different about him, yeah. even outwardly. Yeah, definitely. So cool stuff, cool stuff. Um, 
But they, they brought out all like their heavy hitters right here at the end. Yeah, um, just right back to back there. Boom, boom, boom. Because uh, right after this, because right after that, we jump right into Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Which is huge for PlayStation. They have the exclusivity deal with uh, with Bungie. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I saw the reveal trailer a couple weeks back at their event. This reinforced the idea that I think this game is actually going to be pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what did you think seeing the trailer? Like, what are your impressions of Destiny 2 thus far? I look, what we've seen. It looks like it's got really good story motivation. Um, is that character, is the, the antagonist a leftover character from the first game? He is not. That faction is the Cabal. Gotcha. Um, uh, well, I guess not this particular faction, but that enemy group was part of the first game mm-hmm. as a different faction. Now this faction of that enemy group is entering the the solar system with a different like, mission. Mm-hmm. So you've fought these creatures before, but this is a slightly different version of them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it prove it's proving to be interesting because the, this new bad guy, the new villain, he's a brutal guy. Oh like, yeah. His face is all messed up and he's just really bulky yeah. tank. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Cabal, literally what they do is they conquer worlds. Like, mm-hmm. they, they left their home world with the goal of conquering every world they came across um, and following the Traveler, the big white orb that hangs above the city um, mm-hmm. in Destiny. And that's the whole thing with Destiny 2, is the Cabal have shown up. They think that the Traveler should have bestowed its blessing upon them instead mm-hmm. of, you know, humanity and the other races. And they want to take it for themselves and... They pretty much force you out of your home because that's where the traveler is, and you're fighting to get it back. So this this showed you why you know why this guy is a formidable force. Like mm-hmm. he's like 20 feet tall. He's huge. He's huge, <laughs> and he looks like I put in my notes. He looks like Darth Malgus from the um, okay the Star Wars: The Old Republic, the MMO. Yeah, he like, had the, uh, the the thing that came it's up just. Right here, yeah. It's yeah. like kind of angular and just covers his nose and bottom part of his mouth. Yeah. Um, he looked like a really big, fat, ugly version of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was really well-spoken, which is something that's different. He he spoke very menacingly and mm-hmm. had like a monologue almost, like worked up and prepared to give like the speech to this guardian about why he's doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. um, which is something new to destiny. Really? You know, everybody else is just this power hungry monster, all consuming force that wants to end, you know, all of the light or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm glad they're getting a good, a good villain, a good story this time around. Yeah. And I think that, uh, destiny Two is, it's a good path for them to take, to put it out now. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think this is this is the right time. They've, they're probably at the peak of their player base, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's probably falling off now, but I think they're at the right time where they can get a lot of them back. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot of other games coming out that are that are similar to it. Um, I don't know. A lot of people looking forward to it. That's for sure. But uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about with Destiny coming up because the beta is coming out soon. and We'll discuss it a little bit more in depth once we get some hands-on time. Last game. Get Last freaking game. hyped. Spider-Man. Boom. Spider-Man. <laughs> Dude. I This made everything worth it. Everything yep. that I had sat through with the Sony conference like up to this point. 
I was I was like ready to just be done with it, you know. I was kind of sick of watching. I did the same thing with like Xboxes. I'm like, okay, okay. I guess they're not going to talk about Halo, so mm-hmm. what am I even watching this for? <laughs> um, yeah, this this Spider-Man games looks like the Spider-Man game we've been waiting for for yes. years, and yes. years and years. Uh, since Spider-Man 2, the yes. greatest Spider-Man game up until this point. Blatantly uh, the greatest Spider-Man of all yeah, time. No no question. No question. Um, I mean, somebody may have a different opinion on that. There was like a couple you know, random ones like Web of Web in Time or whatever, whatever yeah, that one yeah, was. Yeah. Um, I actually put anyway. in my notes as I was watching it, I said as long as I can swing... Like I could in Spider-Man 2. In Spider-Man 2. Did you see my notes? Huh. Did Best you write that too? Best web swinging since Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> that was a note that I took. I'm like, wow, I can't believe. We had almost the same exact notes. Uh, yeah, like did. I, I did a, a little bit more, but we said the same thing, dude. That's um, so funny. thought that was hilarious, but... The game looks great. Um, I love that the fighting style is like that close quarters, like Arkham style. Yes. Um, really like heavy hitting, but he also has the webs and the big thing, spider sense. Mm-hmm. So it actually slows down, you know, and kind of gives you a chance to get your bearings for a second, just like Spider-Man would be able to. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, go back right back at it. You know, um, everything I saw in this trailer impressed me. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I so as I was watching it, he's going through and being stealthy. I love stealth Spider-Man where. Yeah, because that's it's almost it's almost Batman esque, you know, where he's just able to and just grab somebody and he's gone and you have no idea what's happened. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Um, he as soon as he he like threw a guy or dropped something on his head and I heard, should have worn a helmet. I was like, yes, because that's yes, like this is the Spider-Man. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the Spider-Man cartoon as a kid. And it's why I loved the amazing Spider-Man was the witty banter. Now, yeah, he's always got a one liner like he's so clever. You know, my wife would disagree. She hated it. She hated witty banter. But <laughs> that was my favorite part. Because he's, he's, I think it's great, and and it's not only not only have they put the Spider-Man witty banter like the classic witty banter in, it's also contextual. Yes, like he will say things based on how like there was at one point, at one point he's fighting through a construction site and he's getting ready to go like one on one with this guy. Um, I think he might have been like the bigger boss type guy, and he webs over to his left real quick and grabs a brick off a pallet. And swings it around real quick over his head and slams the guy like in the chest with it, and then like shoots off a one liner about oh, it. Oh like, man! Like that kind of stuff is is just awesome. Like that that's what I want to see in my Spider Man game. You know, something a little more dynamic. It's not just like a a cheap tie in. You know, to, yeah. Like Spider Man Homecoming coming out. Like I'm I'm glad it's not just a straight tie into that. Interesting stuff. It's gonna be lots of web moves. It looks like there's lots of uh, web combos, and it seems like he has like an assistant working with him. Yeah, like Oracle. Yeah, I was gonna or say kind of like AI. Oracle. Yeah, like I, I know he has an AI in Homecoming, so maybe that's something they're they're bringing over like from the Stark suit. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to seeing more of this game since last year when they announced it. Absolutely. And 
this just got me so so hyped up for it. So I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. He, Glad I watched the conference. Yeah, it <laughs> worth it. <laughs> the production value of the show itself, you know, get getting through that totally worth it just to just to totally see the it. Spider-Man trailer. Wasn't there a, what was the failed pyrotechnics? Sorry, I'm like side That was, uh, let me scroll back to where that was. I, I saw that. I saw one little poof that, of like poof. fire shoot up on the right side. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was thinking, oh, oh maybe think it's going to like be a, be a one, then another, then another. Nope. It's they, nope. they just, <laughs> that shot off and that was right in the middle of the camera shot and there was nothing they could do about it because it was live broadcast. Yep. It was all over. Already failed. That guy was kicking themselves, I'm sure. Yeah. He um, had a rough night. yeah 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 the thing that concerned me i think the thing that's always concerned me about spider-man games ever since the first not the first because there was there were ones before it but the uh spider-man spider-man one yeah 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 Yeah. was they went overboard with possible combos for your fighting style yeah which you you think would be oh that's you know you can that's really cool you can do a ton of different stuff but the the problem is like if i can if if hitting a 3 times does the exact same thing as hitting a y x y x y x y a b a like it causes yeah. the same amount of damage i'm not going to do that extra I'm stuff never- Right, you're just going to keep punching the guy, just your basic punch until yeah. he's like dead. Uh, this has to be way more intuitive. Like, when I think about it, it's it's like, think about, I don't know, did you play the original Assassin's Creed or like any of the earlier? I did a bit, yeah. Um, it was like, you would get into the middle of the fight and there'd be like tons of guys around you. And you could, like, parry their attacks. Mm. Like, you would see one guy start to come at you and you, all you had to do was flick the stick in that direction. Mm-hmm. You'd automatically, like, parry his attack. I'm thinking that's what we need for the webs. You know, it's like maybe like left bumper and flick the like look stick or something real quick. And he Mm -hmm. like shoots over this way or I don't know. I I think it's got to be partly contextual, obviously with some of the moves he was doing, but it's also got to be, it's really got to be intuitive. I I don't know. That's what they've got to nail. They've Mm got to nail the control scheme. It's got to be like totally solid. I think that's really what's going to make or break this overall. Absolutely. I think if they, in the same way that Spider-Man 2 locked in that web swinging where it felt like you're actually flying around and that you're in control and empowered to do it. Yeah. If they could do that with the combat and control scheme in general, awesome. Just, oh man, fantastic way yeah. to be. Absolutely. And I, I don't know if you caught this. I think there might have been a little little bit of a nod to uh, Spider-Man 2, the web swinging. Because I don't know if you remember playing Spider-Man 2, but you'd be swinging through the city and everything's good, you know, and you're just going, going, going. But the fire escapes, like there was a gap there, but you could not go through it. Like it was like solid geometry, but they had put like a transparent texture over it. Uh So it looked like a fire escape going down, but you couldn't like go through it. Um, it, In this trailer, they start out and they start swinging through the buildings and then they get to a, like a fire escape like that, and he hits the building, and he starts running on the building to go through it, and then he comes back out and starts swinging again. Ah. And I'm like, I wonder if they're just showing off, you know, kind of how far we've kind of come yeah. with that mechanic. Yeah, you know, since those days, um, New York just looked like Manhattan looked so much more like dynamic, like the buildings and everything. Oh yeah, I definitely. think uh, 
web swinging is going to be a whole new whole new adventure in this game. Uh, I don't, I'm just so excited about it. I love Spider Man. <laughs> he, he's chasing down the helicopter. <laughs> he shoots himself through the middle of it, and he crosses face with the the antagonist, and he goes. Is this the flight to Newark? And just keeps on going. <laughs> it just keeps going through, I like right it. as he's passing him. Oh man! Like, uh, and yeah, another one. He starts fighting that one main boss guy. He's got the stuff around his hands or whatever, yeah. and he's punching at him. And he's like breaking down the science of it, like while he's swinging at yeah, him, like trying like, to kill him oh, straight man. up. That's really just, cool. Oh, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, man, that's totally Spider-Man. Oh, like, man. Uh, I don't know going we're just going on and on about it now but that's another one i'll be buying and we'll definitely be talking about uh but once again 2018 <laughs> the, the one more thing about that that i want to yeah. that i want to touch on yeah. was the bit that they brought back right after the final video where they showed all everything and then they cut back to spider-man like they showed all the games from the yeah, conference. Yeah, it was like a montage. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. And then and they came back oh. to the game and you had this kid down there taking pictures. And the guy said, Miles, come on. And he turns around and he walks with him. Well, it's Miles Morales. Yes. He's, and he's he's a Spider-Man. So yep. I don't know if it, this is maybe. It's totally Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah. It's got to be Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, that's what they have to do to set themselves apart from everything else that's happening with that character right now. Yes. Drop Peter. Um, just drop Peter altogether. Yeah. Like, it's been done, you know, it's been to done death. well. It's been done terribly. Like, I think it's about to be done really well. So just let it be. Yes. <laughs> Go yes. with Miles and nail Miles as a character. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't care who Spider-Man is. I just want to play Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want you good Spider-Man. Good Spider-Man. Yep. Now, someday... They're gonna try and make another Superman game. Oh yeah, they are. Still gonna still gonna <laughs> be terrible. There's no hope for Superman. Stop trying. Stop trying to make a Superman game. Yeah, it's like he's invincible. He's how do you make a game about somebody that's invincible? You you, know? you put him into a video game inside of a video game, which is what the plot of the Nintendo 64 Superman was. No, that's terrible. It was one of the worst games ever. But everybody knows <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just government knowledge yes so. oh man so this one went exceptionally long yes um we probably should cut it out because we've got to do another one of these like we tomorrow do. night so all right well that wraps it up for our sony conference e3 2017 coverage thank you guys so much for joining us we've got one more episode in this uh three-part coverage here so stick around and uh look forward to that coming up yeah yeah can't wait to uh dish it out to the third party third party this year it's gonna be great all right guys it's gonna be uh we'll, we'll see ca- <laughs> we'll catch you for the next bit <laughs> we'll see you yeah on the next bit Nice. That should be the thing. Boom. Canon. Canon. <laughs> it's written. It's written into history now. Hey, guys. Thanks again for joining us for part two of our E3 coverage. We still have one more episode coming, so look forward to part three coming at you this week. Uh, don't forget to look us up at BitXBitPodcast on all of your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. We're on YouTube, Patreon, Carrier Pigeon, Tribal Drawings, Stone Tablets, Blockbuster Videos, your grandmother's yearbook, uh, all those terms and services that you agreed to but never read, we're in there too. Uh, Magician's Handbook, we're right in the appendices of that one. Uh, interpretive Dance, 
Uh, oh, and iTunes. So uh, look anywhere and everywhere and be sure to give us a vote on podcastland.com. It's a new thing that we're going to try and push for this month. Uh, it's a podcast voting website. It's a great way to get our show out there and to grow our listener base. So go on there, look us up, give us a vote. We're really going to try and push for podcast of the month for June. So just submit your vote and let us know on any of our social media platforms. So until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. See you, everybody. Uncharted, Lost Legacy. That's Uncharted. like a 90s kids cartoon. <laughs> Uncharted. Uh, main character. <laughs> That would Go be <laughs> in the form of <laughs> <laughs> in the form of I'm trying to sleep. Stop screaming dumbass. in the darkness. Dova Keen. <laughs> You're not the Dova Keen, Jen. Jen. I don't know. Jen. <laughs> Jen. I don't know. Oh, just man. just a guy.